This is a HeadGum Podcast. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Stella to throw some shade. Kiki with the gaze. It's time to drag her. Time to drag her. Drag her. Oh my god. You're listening to Drag Her, the one and only Drag Race podcast in the universe. I'm, I'm sorry, we discovered one other one, uh, which is uh, apparently um, a big deal. Uh, but I guess there'll only be two of us here in the whole internet. We're so excited today because although our queen, Nicole Byer, could not be here, we have the unbelievable talent of this actress, comedian, this fucking stunt queen that she's a stunning queen she's the funnest person i've ever been in a weird commercial with (laughs) keep it going for lisa gilroy keep it going guys we knew you were already going just keep it going (laughs) lisa it's really good to see you it's so good to see you i haven't seen anyone i'm still full quarantine so this is so nice yeah, it's been a uh, it's been wild. Um, I am really excited to have you. Uh, some people do or do not know we did a very strange car rental commercial together, <laughs> and you know it was a great time. It was you a know great what? I was thinking about that today because the commercial was the whole premise was like we had this fancy rental car which you mm-hmm. loved and you were very good at driving and you drove. I made you drive I think eight hours a day for both days, <laughs> yeah. and you were so great about it. And the whole was premise was sixty to. bucks in a tank of gas right and we could go around anywhere and have like fun with with only 60 bucks and so i thought this was the premise of the commercial but they actually made us (laughs) live off 60 bucks no, they made us live off of the 60 bucks i remember when we had lunch the first day of your 60 bucks and i was was like bitch buy me a soda I it was know. but i think they were really they were they were loving the authenticity of the story but i couldn't i was like i was like oh my god um, yeah because then when it came to lunch remember we ate off like a sidewalk because we were like we have to save <laughs> yeah. our money to do other stuff for this commercial <laughs> yes we ate at a very uh humble taqueria but then we were like oh we better not get a drink because yeah we, we needed to do more <laughs> We need to buy a Stop. fun pinata later. Yeah, yeah, that was wild. That was really kooky, kooky, kooky. Um, Lisa, um, for our listeners' sake, tell us from, where in Canada are you from? I don't. Where'd you? Yeah, I don't know any of where it. Where is Canada even? Almost. Um, I'm I know from it's below Edmonton. Us. <laughs> yes, mm-hmm. it's definitely below straight in hell. Um, Edmonton, Alberta is where I grew up, and then mm-hmm. uh, when I was twenty, I moved to Toronto, and mm-hmm. uh, that's where I lived for the last couple of years before I moved to LA and that's where I worked in kids TV with Priyanka. Isn't that a gag? I know you sent me this funny, hilarious picture of you and Priyanka in a fake <laughs> motorcycle gang. Um, We've done so much. It's like, it is very similar to the experience that you and I had together where it's like mm-hmm. instant friendship, right? Like you're put together with this person and then you're on set together for 
mm-hmm. ever, you know, and you're you're doing all the, you're going on vacation together and you're, it's a bit like married at first sight, you know, but with the TV. I love that. Wait, so, so you, you guys made quick friends. Exactly. It would be like you and I doing that car commercial instead of two days for three years every day. Oh my God. So, so for three years. Yeah. And it was the most fun ever. I mean, how could it not be? Yeah. Um, I'm, I also, I'm, yeah, I might say Mark sometimes because that's just how I've known him forever. So of course, I mean, say. sure. I love that. <laughs> um, and, and when you were doing the kids show, what would you do on the kids show? Like it was everything. It was hosting. Was it writing uh-huh. too? Yeah. So what we, we hosted together, like an interstitial show for kids. So we would like pop out every commercial break and be like, oh, what's up you wacky little dudes. You're watching SpongeBob SquarePants. <laughs> <laughs> and we like do, you know, we do the like sketches and characters and, um, Mark did, uh, Cleo a few times on the show. Okay. Yes. Um, that's fun yeah really fun and then every summer we do like the show's called YTV it's like youth television that's uh-huh. our Canada's version of like Nickelodeon and mm-hmm. so every summer we go do YTV road trip where we go across the whole country do like festivals at every province meet all the kids and so we've done so much travel together and a, a lot of like risky activity mm-hmm. too like we've had to take like a crappy little two passenger plane like propeller planes shut and up feeding kangaroos and driving race car. We drove NASCAR together. Shut Mark was up. terrified. Mark didn't drive. <laughs> <laughs> I drove. Yeah. We and had you, a lot of fun. That's so fun. Well, you were both in one of those tiny little scary NASCARs. Uh, well, he, we were each supposed to have our own. But then and he so, was like, no, no, no. Yeah. Well, so he ended up going in with an actual NASCAR guy. Like the guy drove him and he sat Got passenger it. and then I followed them and I had my own behind them. Was it terrifying? It, you know what? I almost killed myself. I've almost <laughs> died on that show so many times because you think like, oh, I'm on TV. It's probably safe. But right. I've, d- I've been in so many positions where I'm suddenly like, oh, I'm bungee jumping or I'm parasailing or I'm like things could actually happen. Yeah, no, it's not safe. It's not safe. They just want you to do this, the goofiest thing possible. Exactly. Yeah. And like get those scary reactions. Oh, God. One time we were in like a little, um, yeah, tiny propeller plane in the Yukon and uh, we shot everything we needed to shoot. And like, you can't really enjoy it too, right? Because the whole time you're like, you have to be looking at camera and being like, wow, can't believe this plane's so incredibly high in the sky. When really you're like, I'd love to be an adult woman and just look out the window and enjoy this right now, but you're working. Uh, and so we finally finished shooting. And so I was like enjoying the plane ride over these mountains and, you know, way up in Northern Canada. And then I, I said something so stupid, like uh, on my little, you know, intercom thing, you know, uh-huh. the little speaker on. And mm-hmm. I was like, Oh, can you can you do a trick? Aren't you going to do like a flip or something? And no. the guy dr- no. flying the plane just turned off the engine. He just cut the engine and it went dead silent in the middle of the sky. And we just started free falling down, nose diving. And then he started up the engine halfway down and kicked us up again. And I've never I, I truly thought I was going to die. So there's been more moments like that than you would think in kids television. <laughs> That's horrible. You can't see, hear this, but like my I'm literally lifting my jaw from the basement that's this that's <laughs> fucked up i yeah, hate because that because you never want to be if you're on a plane and it's dead silent you don't realize how much all of that noise means like these are all the machines yeah. working to keep you alive and then yeah. suddenly it's dead silent not yeah okay. that's fucked up yeah it was um up. you canadians are wild but i'm that's fun uh priyanka seems adorable and lovely and i'm i'm i think it's so cool you guys clearly uh that's so cool you guys knew each other yeah she's amazing so watching Canada Drag Race and Anne being a bona fide Canadian, what are you enjoying about the Canadian flavor? And like, what am I missing besides everything? Well, here's the, here's the thing. It's like, 
as a Canadian watching Canadian TV, often we also don't know what's happening. <laughs> because, <laughs> like, for example, a Canadian celebrity guest or judge uh-huh. is not often an actual celebrity, even for Canadians. It's like, okay. So like, for example, like Ali X, I didn't know like what she looked like, or I'd only heard maybe one of her songs before. And I didn't know it was her song. Like, so she's, I mean, she's incredible. And I loved her also. I'm now the number one fan, but there's a lot of times like that in Canadian TV where they're like Canada's own blah, blah, blah. And they walk out and you're like, I don't really know who that is. Cause you know, it's sad because we idolize American culture so much that our, our biggest celebrities are the ones that have moved to America and are Right. You know, like Jim Carrey. Yeah, I was pretty excited about Tom Green as well. That was pretty exciting. Oh, you you knew Tom Green. I Yeah, I grew up yeah watching the sketch show. I was pretty into it. I lived for that. That was a good ass time. Yeah, he's funny. Yeah, but I didn't know a lot of these people. And I, I of course, foolishly called Michelle Duberet. Uh, I called her. I was like, oh, that old lady looks funny. And oh, then, I, I for sure. I thought that that, that was a woman. Yeah, yeah. She's apparently a drag icon from Canada, which I fucking love. Yeah. I, love, love, love. I want, but don't you ever get that like in, re- in reality shows in general where sometimes they announce someone and you think like, did they tell the people ahead of time? Like this person's going to be here. So act excited. Yeah. I mean, of course, of course. They must, right? Because like, everyone's always like, oh my God, it's, and, and it can't be like 12 people. I don't know. You know, this happens all the time on like The Bachelor or like any show where there's like a. Right. Like there's a, totally. some country singer playing for The Bachelor and his <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. contestant while they're dancing and she's losing her mind. I'm like, do you really right, know who like, that is? Keep it going for red, white, and true. And they're oh like, oh my god, god. True. Oh my god, you got them? Oh my god, yeah. this is so romantic. <laughs> and then you're just watching a commercial for their song that hit the top 200 on Billboard. But then That's... she's mouthing the words. So I'm like, did you send that to her iPod Nano so she could study the lyrics <laughs> before this episode came out? Like, I'm suspicious. We'll never know how deep it goes. We'll yeah. never know. But uh, I guess we should stumble into the episode. It has been, I've been really enjoying it. So Boa just went home. That made yes. me sad. I know. She, I was, she was like our goofy girl. I love she her was, little titties popping out all the time. Yes. Her, her cross-eyed titties, which I loved. Um, me too. I, I think she'll, she's, a, it's classic though. Like she'll be like, oh, I could have gone further. I just maybe doubted myself, which is, you know, common. It happens. And, but I feel like Bo is going to be just killing it after this. Cause I, yes, I don't know what impression you got, but the first episode when the other girls found out that Boa was there, didn't you mm-hmm. feel like there was a kind of a bit of like, oh, Boa made it? Like it seemed like yes. everyone was like, Boa can do this. And it was like, obviously now the world knows Boa can do this. Yes, uh, totally. They were like, ew, she's here. But then she killed it. Yeah. Um, yeah, that that I liked seeing that drama of like just everyone knowing each other in that scene. And yes. And especially because I've heard from pre too that there was there's a lot of like amazing queens in Toronto. And I know the ones that taught her when she was first coming up didn't make it on the show. So I can imagine that would be like a really weird feeling. Oh, really? Yeah. Tea? Oh, yeah. That's. I can only imagine. I mean, I will say when you were like, I know someone from Canada's Drag Race, I assumed it was Lemon <laughs> because Why? you guys like look alike. OK, uh, this you have no idea how much this is boosting my self-esteem because I get sad <laughs> watching Lemon. I think like I want to look like Lemon so bad. You That's- look like Lemon. <laughs> Well, Lemon needs to teach me how to do makeup better then. Cause... <laughs> I, think, I mean, yeah, makeup is its own journey. That's its own thing. 
and I love spe- watching them do their makeup. Oh, it's so fun. And spe- and everyone has like a totally different tactic. But speaking of Lemon, she's talking about the drama of like y'all are trying to send me home, but like y'all yeah. had like weird reasons. These weren't we real knew. reasons. We knew, right? I mean, we wa- knew. that was painfully off- obvious to me that when yes. we were standing on the stage, I said, it felt like all the all the bottoms were saying Lemon and all yeah. the tops were saying the, their true answers. Ooh, that's a good point. So, I mean, that's kind of how you can distinguish. A hundred percent. And then Scarlett, of course, is bummed. She didn't win. She's pissed. She's cranky in her words. I'm cranky. I'm cranky. She's cranky. Yeah, Scarlett Scarlett gets cranky a lot. And now, you know, that Alona is gone. I wonder who she's going to take it out on. I know. She was very cranky this episode, too. And I was like, Mm -hmm. girl... Calm down. Is there, I was like, I don't know. I mean, I can only imagine what it's like to be like safe, safe, safe the whole time. But I do think, I mean, I think so far, I think she's always been good, but I've never, I personally have never been like, oh my God, she was robbed this week. Yeah. No, I haven't felt that way either. Yeah. Yeah. So top and six. So, and you know, sometimes it's not, I mean, it's, I, I think that's, it's frustrating that I get how she feels frustrated. She's always been safe, but at the same time. I don't think that's better than being someone who's been a top and a bottom. Cause it's like, if you're, yeah. if you're in the bottom, that means at least you're taking risks and you're like trying stuff that you might not work. It's like, yeah. I mean, that's a real fucking roller coaster. I'm sure of it. I'm sure of it. Um, I can only imagine what that's like. So I have to admit there was like a couple Queens. Were there any Queens that you would like to see in this top six that you just missed from past weeks? Just were like, like I kind of thought I kind of wanted Boa, obviously. Yeah, me too. Because also, I, I know Bo got the critique before that was like, you always do something so wacky on the runway. Like, you look so glam and all of a sudden, like, oops, a little titty pops out or like, oops, I pooped my pants. But I love that <laughs> about Boa. I thought that's so yeah. fun. Like, we know she can be glam and if she wants to do a little, like, gag or uh-huh. joke some way along the runway, like, we need that. Yeah, I agree. I, I like agree. those little surprises. You know what's been surprising to me is like, can, okay, can, Canadians have a reputation of being too nice, right? Yes. But there's been some very catty moments in the, like in this, this episode shocked me. <laughs> Truly. It shocked just because like you did not expect them to be like, <gasps> just being like, and I, your wig is really ugly and I hate it. And it reminds oh, me of my God. diarrhea. Because here's the thing. It's like, I also feel like there's a distinction between the younger queens and the older queens. Like Rita, mm-hmm. I, I feel like is the most, I, I, I aspire to be Rita, like have her personality, <laughs> the way she like interacts with people just i feel like she's a walking wisdom tree (laughs) she is pretty amazing yeah you're right she is the mother of the season exactly and so i kind of felt that i had previous to this episode thought that way about jimbo too i felt like oh so much experience like she knows how to carry herself she knows how to you know play the game in a respectful way and then Mm -hmm. this episode i was like holy shit did not know jimbo had that in her I know. I know. I didn't either. I was like, because I feel like the whole time I've, I, I still love Jimbo, but she is mean in this episode. She's yeah, mean. Yeah, it, it was a surprise, right? I didn't yeah, think Yeah, it was that, a big surprise. And that, the kind of stuff that was coming out of her mouth, mouth was like, if I get really mad at someone, I'm so nice to their face. And then I would go home and literally like close the bathroom door and be like, you fucking bitch. I'd like talk, I would say that to my <laughs> towel. You know, like I would, I would let it out. I would, I could never say that. Kind of stuff to someone because those were like deep cuts too. Like she wasn't just being like, "You're a stupid ass bitch and you're ugly and everyone hates you." It was like literally, your your wig line is disgusting. You're you look like a grandma yes. whose head got flushed down the toilet. Like it was just so 
ruthless. And it was right after she was like, honestly, uh, can I say something? She's like, oh, yeah. absolutely. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, on. please. I would love to hear an outside <laughs> eye. What? Um, it was almost like she was reprising her character from last week. It's my special <laughs> day. <laughs> yeah. I was so surprised by that. It made me really sad, to be honest. It, it de- definitely made me less of a Jimbo fan. But you'll be glad to know, I think Rita, they've since tweeted out. They're like, girl, we're we are not mad at each other anymore. It was just heat of the moment. No, I know. But, you know, when you see that side of someone, you sometimes you can't really forget. Oh, it. yeah. Like, oh, I know that you are capable of that. Right. It's like it's like a weird second date where you're like, he's so nice. Yeah. And, and then, then he yells at the wait staff. Like, excuse <laughs> me, you drop my knife, you stupid bitch. Also, you have cellulite on your legs. Have you seen that? <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, exactly. Sorry for my cellulite. <laughs> um, yeah, that is, it is a really wild thing. So, okay. So then we go to the maxi challenge. We're doing a pageant. Mm-hmm. Miss Loose Jaw. Yes. Um, is this just like a moose pun? Is that what we're, I, what, am I missing something? <laughs> yeah, there's a city called Moose Jaw in Saskatchewan. Okay. Gorgeous, gorgeous, gorgeous. Which is gorgeous. like a Cree name, I think. Yeah. Uh-huh. That And that is... I mean, I don't know. That, the translation would be probably moose jaw, but include yeah. something else. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. I'm learning so much. And they're going to do talent swimsuit and interview. Um, good. And they're told to make their shit funny. I love it. And, but although, um, I th- didn't you feel like Rita was so nice with this? She was just like, okay, who wants to be what? I would be like, I would be calculated. She almost let girls yeah. just be like, oh, I'd love to. Like Lemon was like, I'd love to be the bratty one. Okay, Lemon, you got it. Sure, no problem. Who would like yeah. to be this? But I guess after yeah. Rita picked her own, she kind of figured anyone can do whatever. I don't care. I wouldn't give Jimbo misbehaving because I know because I saw how good she was. Yeah, she and would I be would not give it. Lemon Brat. Those those are two. That's a those are big problems. Yeah, yeah. and because the other ones are a lot like vaguer and more confusing. And, okay, let's let's try let's talk them through. Yeah, please. Because some of them really confused me. Um, so mismatched. The, also, let's just agree right now that these names mean absolutely jack shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let's absolutely agree. They mean jack shit. They were just like, what kind of fits? Of miss miss. Can we do? Exactly, yeah. exactly. Mismatched, if my understanding is mismatched, is paired up and she's just like a Christian, ultra Christian conservative. Oh, right? I did not get that at all. I well, thought what? it was like. Yeah. She was like, she has, she's Instagram perfect life. She's hashtag blessed. She's like, I got like basic Barbie plastic. Okay. Okay. Well, there you go. There's, there's an issue in just the like, what is the yeah, description? Is yeah. Um, misbehaving is our slut and horn dog. Yes. That of course Jimbo got. Misinformed is our know it all most. Oh yeah. That's confusing. One, it is confusing. But also when I hear the word misinformed, as soon as that came out of her mouth, I thought, Oh, what this is like an amazing opportunity to do the um because I believe um children don't have yes. maps in Afghanistan and like yes. and such and as such as the Iraq. Yes, exactly. Yes. I was like, oh, I, this is gonna be such an easy game. It's gonna yes. be so great. Yes, say, say wrong facts very confidently. Like you and just we, be we like love that. It's a trope we've seen before. We would have eaten it up. And that's why I was like, you didn't do that. You no. kind of just played annoying. Ooh, it was really hard. And it was that like one note. I don't think Oh, man, they've gotten the note so many times. Don't make it one note. And I Mm -hmm. don't think they know what it means because it's kind of I mean, we're trained in like improv and comedy and sketch. We know what that means. I just feel like a lot of these tests for these queens have been hyper specific and hard, really hard. They've been really comedy focused. And I guess I mean, is that fair, though, because Canadians are fucking funny. 
<laughs> is yeah, it but fair? Like Queens in, in particular, it's like, I'm sure they all have hosting experience, hosting mm-hmm. sh- live shows in drag and all that kind of stuff. Um, and I know that there is their own like drag pageants or they'll have like a Miss Cruz and Tangos or whatever in the, in the bar and see who wins this year and whatever. They all have experience that way, but to be like assigned a character and then you're not interacting with anyone else. You're just on the stage, just monologuing. That's so that fucking is- hard. Doing yeah, that's right. It's like a lot of character monologues, which yeah. is like pretty much a one woman show. Well, which... not only that, and it's you can't even write the monologue ahead of time. It's like you, they're gonna get, they're gonna give you improvised questions and stuff that right. You're just gonna have to do right. Um, Very hard. Okay, which one of these characters would you want? Because there's also like Misfits, the brat, Miserable, the sad sack, uh-huh. uh, and Misdemeanor, who was our like angry, angry, uh-huh. angry character. Yeah. Which one do you want? Like, if just I'm, hypothetically. Yeah, yeah. I, I would love to play that misinformed game. I, yeah. I've done a character like that before. Yeah. Um, when I used to do just, like, solo character stuff. That or, I mean, really, here's the truth. Any of the ones that aren't miserable or misdemeanor. Those are the, yeah. those two, those girls got just royally fucked. Because yeah. when you assign someone a character that's either sad or angry, audience, you know, we don't yeah, want to see that's absolutely. the least fun. We don't want to see that. We don't want to interact it's hard. with that. It's hard to make it fun and playful and engaging. So already they had the odds stacked against totally. them. Totally. The 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 classic comedy note I give or like is like you have to heighten this game maybe by de-heightening. Or rest the game. Just yes. don't play it for a second. Like I almost think it could be funny to play sad about your amazing problems. Like, right, or or be like super happy until you can't hold it anymore, and one little tiny thing makes you break, and then you sob for twenty seconds, and then you're yeah. plastered and your smile on again. Like, yeah. But even in the description, it said she's like an Eeyore. Eeyore is the most yeah. one note character of all time. All he does is go no, but yeah. The. I might, and I also I would probably just steal the game Debbie Downer. Yeah, and right. I would just I would just steal that and just be like, I'm going to be Debbie Downer. I'm going to bring up something and then tell you why that has dire, horrible consequences as well. OK, but Mono, here's my question for you. Do yeah. you think that the judges would have critiqued in the end? Mono, we liked what you did with the kind of Debbie Downer thing, but you weren't really a sad sack. Like, I could see them saying that. They could. I could, I could see them not even knowing what they're asking for. No, totally. And that's classic drag race. They're like, sometimes you're just set up to fail or like or like they decide what they like for very arbitrary reasons, like which we'll get to the runway. I mean, like, oh, my God, I felt it was a bit arbitrary why they liked one person's campiness and another and they didn't like another person. So I was like, what? What are we talking about? But um, let's dig into the walkthrough, whatever the walkthrough happens. Brooklyn's walking through poking at the girls uh, you know, she's talking to Lemon. She's talking to Priyanka. And of course, talk brings up how like Priyanka's like stumbled in the snatch game. We've all been there. We've yeah, all been and there. You know what you? Else? I've been thinking about this a lot because I do think Pri is like one of the funniest people I know and amazing. She's so improv. funny on the show. Yes. And so I think like with Ki- we did so much of that stuff, like and all, a lot of times it wasn't scripted either. We just like run to the back and grab costumes and become a character and we decide like, oh, we're going to do this segment as these people. And it would be improvised. But I think mm-hmm. with kids TV, it's so broad. So, mm-hmm. you know, we could pop back there and be like, oh, we're going to be safari people. And for two <laughs> minutes on air, we'd be like, oh, crikey, look at that. And it's the most broad stereotype of a thing. And kids love it. And the segments were so short that it was like. Uh-huh. Beautiful, whatever, it doesn't matter. But when you're out there and you have a broad character for that yeah. long, and you're just hanging there. 
Yeah. It's like, it's not enough. So I think, yeah. I really felt for Pri this episode when she was like, I I'm not too. as talented as I think I am. I was like, no, baby, you are. She is. And I mean, uh, that that sort of realness really speaks to me, you know, as opposed to a queen who's like, I did perfect. I was exactly. so funny. And it's Those like. Those judges mm. are fucking stupid. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And we've all been there. We've all, I mean, we are no strangers to being like, oh yeah, like, I don't know. I lost my way in this comedic challenge. But also, yeah, I think. I don't know. I mean, and I'm sure she's like already she already has like a million ways she could have re approached that character. But like maybe being mad about over like nitpicky things would have made it more playful, like being like mad about like, are you looking at me? Like, do you think I'm stupid? Like almost yes. like picking more fights. But ugh, honestly, it's like you and I can talk about how to make this work. And it's still a challenge for us. And we've been doing comedy for what, like over a decade yeah. I just think it's such an unfair challenge to pit against these queens that aren't. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, they've been working on being drag queens. They haven't been working at UCB. You know, right, like it's a right. different skill and it's so hard. I just think, yeah, those the miserable and misdemeanor characters were just. They're really oh, tough. It would have been tough for us, too. And we've been totally. trying to be good at this for 10 years, 15 years. And like something when I think about also when I think about angry characters. I even think of like a Chris Farley and like. Yeah, w- yeah. Something that makes us laugh about that anger is that we already think they are such an adorable little underdog, if you will. Yeah, right. They're like a clown. Exactly. We're not not actually afraid of their anger. We laugh at it. Exactly. Exactly. So that's like a key to it. So I would have loved to see Jimbo play one of those angry characters. And I feel like Rita is smarter than that. I feel like she should have known that those hard ones should be given to people who are crushing at the improv challenges. Give Lemon and Jimbo those angry characters. I would love to see what would happen. They would have, I honestly believe they would have been like, okay, I can work with this. I can figure this out. But you know, I feel like there's two options. They either would do it. And try to give it levels and have it be just kind of lackluster and mediocre. Or they would not really do it and they'd be so funny. And then they get judge critique saying you didn't commit to the anger. I feel like those, you, well, it's a lose-lose. Yeah. It's a lose-lose. And I mean, we're right at the point where in all drag race, it kind of is. a It's a little bit about the challenge, but it's also kind of about where they see the, fin- the finale going. Right. If we're being a little bit, there's a little bit of that thing where it's like, well, cumulatively, you're in the bottom, you know, to, you know, and I feel like they might do another classic thing where next week they may even poke Rita and be like, so you gave, you know, you didn't really be you weren't strategic about who you gave what. Do you think that's a mistake? Right. That's another thing they do to get in the contestants head. It's great TV. Oh, God. Good old TV. So, okay, there's a walkthrough. Cute. I, we're talking about Rita being a mom. Bobo, safe. We talked about that. And we talked more about Alona's um, uh, heritage being First Nations and Two-Spirited. And I thought that was really cute. Yeah. I really love that. I I always get worried when contestants get to talk a lot about how they feel. Because I'm like, oh no. Kiss of death. Yes, exactly. Kiss of death. (laughs) Shoot. It is truly like it's it's like it's like signing your will. Yes, I know it's <laughs> Just, really sad. That is so creepy. I and now in real life you have to be really worried whenever anyone's like, so if you had to sum up your story, <laughs> yeah, like, wait, what? <laughs> Lisa, if you just like, if you just like had like a legacy for your life, what what would you, how would you put it? (laughs) Jesus. Yeah. Don't answer the question. But maybe they ask them all that all the time and then they only use the edit. Because I thought that about some of the other queens have like amazing stories. Like, 
crazy life-changing stories. And then I, I always wonder, like, did a producer tell you to tell this story on this day? Oh, mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have no clue. I have no clue. I mean, we'll never know because it's like it's also that thing of like we love Drag Race, but like and we love poking at it. But it's like, how much do we want to look behind the curtain? Exactly right. Exactly. Oh, one more thing about um, Alona when she did we do a talent party? Oh, I guess we kind of no, just like- no. I'm gonna dig into the pageant a little bit more. Oh, okay. But first, we gotta take a break. Ooh. <laughs> Life doesn't happen bi-weekly, so why should payday? The money you earn can be in your hands today with earning. Come on, y'all. We've all been there. We want to spend a little bit of extra dough on a big night out or a last minute gift for like your boo. Sometimes money just can be, uh, dare I say, complicated. Well, worry not because earning helps you get your money today as opposed to later. You know what I'm saying? If you don't know, wake up because earning is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work. You can get up to $100 per day or 750 bucks per pay period. Earning is used by over three and a half million customers who say things like, when I think about earning, I think about financial stability. So why don't you go ahead and download earning today, spelled E-A-R-N-I-N, in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earning app, type in Drag Her Under Podcast when you sign up. It really helps the show. That's Drag Her Under Podcast. Get some extra dough. Have a little fun. And don't wait for your employer to give you your money, honey. Earnin is subject to your available earnings location, daily max, and pay period max. See earnin.com slash TOS for details. Earnin is a financial technology company, not a bank. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust, member FDIC. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. Are you seeing some triggering ads on social media? Stuff about summer bodies, stuff about the diet cleanse, stuff about trimming down. Fuck that noise. That stuff is triggering for me, and I assume it's triggering for someone else listening. That's why I use BetterHelp. BetterHelp allows me to get in touch with a licensed professional therapist who can help me recharge, who can help me de de crap my brain because those negative images and slogans can really creep in and give me negative body talk. You know what I mean? Any form of negative self-talk that is traumatic for me. And um, thankfully, I'm using these tools and being honest about them and articulating them in a way that takes the power away from them. If you're thinking about therapy, you should give BetterHelp a try because it's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you do is fill out a brief questionnaire. You get matched with a licensed therapist and you can even switch therapists anytime at no additional charge. That's how I found my personal therapist. I found my sweet spot with BetterHelp. So go visit BetterHelp.com slash drag her today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com slash drag her. Go find your social sweet spot with BetterHelp. Bring back my break. <laughs> oh, Lisa, we're back. Uh, we're back. Wasn't that a really relaxing, refreshing break? Oh, I had a quick bath. I loved it. 
Yeah. Oh, oh, wait. Can you teach me like a few funny Canadian words that like I would never hear, but mm-hmm. like they're pretty common? Oh, like, okay. I feel like I've heard a few on the show and I've already forgotten them. Oh, really? Um, uh, I don't know if I've heard them on the show, but like toque is how we say beanie. Which, toque. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Do, you guys, do you guys say swimmers for like bathing suits? No. Oh, I'm thinking of Australia. Yeah. I, okay. I we would just say bathing suit. Or I guess we might say like <laughs> swimming trunks. Do you ever say that? Yeah, we can say that. Okay. Yeah, we say that. Um, we say house coat instead of bathrobe. These are all the things I've just learned from living in LA for the past two years of like, I say a <laughs> thing and then everyone looks at me blankly. Um, <laughs> pylons for us are traffic cones. What the hell? Why? <laughs> I, I think it must be a British thing because we were a colony for so long. We have some weird words. Yeah, pylon. Like you pile them on top of each other? I have no idea. It's P-Y-L-O-N-S. And I've never felt... It's like moving to America for me was like having a stroke every day. Because I remember <laughs> I was taking a class at the Groundlings and uh, we, were, we went outside for a break and they're like, oh yeah, oh, oh where's our teacher? He said he was going to meet us out here to talk. I'm like, yeah, he's over there by that pylon. And everyone was like, that restaurant's called Lala. I was like, no, by the pylon. Like, it just makes you feel like, am I crazy? <laughs> Yeah, it must be. It must be. I that must be infuriating. I am. I am sorry to hear that. Mm. And then also, I just learned because the show on Apple TV came out, Ted Lasso in Canada. I mean, a lot of us. I don't know if it's also some provinces are different, but in the prairies where I'm from, we say lasso. So I didn't even know that lasso was like. I didn't even know that's how you spelt it because we you say lasso. Like you mean like a cowboy's yes, lasso? Yes, we'd say like okay, lasso. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I've said I grew up, I heard lasso growing up, but that's just that's just my stupid American life. I'm not proud of that. <laughs> yeah, you were raised on the ranch, right? <laughs> I was raised, oh my God. A good my old American rural, boy. <laughs> my Midwestern mother and father loved yeah, and milking, mm-hmm. oh, Mar and Par, loved <laughs> milking the goats. Yeah, um, yeah no, um... I, yeah, I, you know, my, my family's, uh, yes. real, real trash in the middle of this American waste, wasteland. We're like one kind of trash amongst other kinds of trash. You oh, know what no. I mean? <laughs> I love hearing so, about your family. It's like a little soap opera family. Oh, such a soap opera family. We're gonna, we'll have to dig in. I'm going to do a whole podcast expose on that. You really could. I really want to. I'm just afraid I'll embarrass them and they'll, you know, disown me and all that, all that silliness. Change the names. Um, no worries. Right. So we're in the pageant because yeah. I, I want to talk even more about this. We have Mich- Michelle Dubarry. Mm-hmm. Um, Love her. Fucking hilarious drag queen and an icon that they dig into later. We have Tracy Melshore. Who dare? Are you asking me? Oh, she's a she's like a e-talk host. So she does like. Uh, Got it. Yeah. And then the principal from Degrassi? Yeah. Yeah. So it's funny because there's so many. Did you watch Degrassi? Degrassi is like a show a that little some Americans bit. watch, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some Americans are obsessed with it. Like we have, I have very close friends who are, who actually, Steve, if you're listening, won't shut up if you bring up Degrassi, like will not shut up about the intricacies of uh, well, it's the dramas. A, I mean, it's funny because they introduced him as the principal, but when I started watching Degrassi, he was one of the students. So it's like there's been so many generations oh. now. There's like Degrassi, next generation, Degrassi, next class. And all the kids that we saw in the 80s version are the parents of the kids. Mm-hmm. And that we just keep getting younger kids. So it's funny because, yeah, Principal Snake, that's fucked up. His name was Snake. He was like the cool guy. You know, he was yeah. like. So. Who, which one's your favorite Degrassi? Which one's my favorite, like, version? 
Yeah, your favorite Degrassi. I, I love the fucking old shit, like the late 80s one. It's yeah. like, I mean, those kids were just getting abortions left, right, and center and <laughs> like getting touched by their dads. And like, it was juicy TV. <laughs> we yes. don't see that stuff as much anymore. I mean, Degrassi still pushes the boundaries, like even the recent yeah, stuff. Yeah, they always but have. The, you know, the old stuff was like really good. Right. That there was, we were still like, we were trying to tell these stories in a little bit less delicate way, which is uh, kind of fun. Well, yeah. And also we could do stuff that Americans couldn't do. Like we did like school shooting episodes and stuff like that, which is too close mm-hmm. to home to you guys. But for us, it's like, oh, wouldn't this be dramatic if this actually happened? Right. But for us, it's so fucking common that it's hard to write fiction about. Right. It. Exactly. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I need to get into my Degrassi because I am... I'm surrounded by Degrassi historians. Are you? I am. So, okay. So we have our introductions and, you know, we see everyone, everyone does okay. Jimbo kills it with the introductions, right? Because she does, she does a gag reflex gag. And Jimbo said straight up, like, trained in clown. I can't think of a better thing for drag. Right. Totally. It's not just improv, it's clown, which is basically what you're doing already with your appearance. It's perfect. Right. Yeah, it's perfect. I mean, her strength really, really shone through. Yeah. Miserable. Okay, this is such a stupid small thing, but I was like, miserable. She says, I'm doing this to show my parents. Uh And I couldn't help but be like, no, your parents forced you to do this. Uh, Exactly. Also, your parents aren't here, so we don't even have to talk about them. (laughs) (laughs) But also, the second thing she said right after that is, and being here is making me miserable. It was already, that's the thesis of what we're going to see. You hate being here. We hate watching you. you. You've made it, like, everything sucks. Yeah, everything sucks. Uh, so and, and then misinformed is uh, I don't know what the character is. I, no. I, I did think it wasn't really specific to the game they got. Yeah. And uh, yeah. And misfits made me laugh when she said financial contribution. Yes. I, Lemon is so Look, funny. When in doubt, mispronounce your words. Yeah. And Lemon had a really clear game too. the like, you know, slapping other girls hands out of her way and tripping and yes. then blaming her dad. And like, she always just seemed like on the brink of having a temper tantrum, which is exactly what she was told to do. Right. Right. And we get to the talent, which to me is really where you win or lose yeah. this challenge. Yeah. Right. Because I feel like they got they let them pick their talent. And then, of course, Miserable did this really sad painting thing. Oh, God. Oh, How, what would you do for a sad talent? Because I was thinking about this. I already told you I would steal the Debbie Downer game. I mm-hmm. think I would do like a geo, like maybe even do geography or world history. And then always once again, set up with a positive and then deliver with a Debbie Downer. Right. Fact. So, but wait, are you saying that your talent would be like pointing to places on a map and identifying them? <laughs> yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. I would be like uh, Babylon. I would be like Greece, ancient Greece, the birthplace of civilization. Right. Or I it's guess you could take it It's also the birthplace even... of war and death. You yeah. Know, or whatever, something like that. I wonder if they were told if they could interact with the audience because you could also ask like anyone just yell out a country and I can tell you a fact about it. That's my talent. You know? Yeah. And then do the Debbie yeah. Downer thing. But the problem was, listen, oh, God, I've been thinking about this a lot. Alona's painting thing. I think painting is like a good moody, angsty teen activity to do. But uh-huh. she painted herself. I mean, not not later. She literally painted herself. But in the beginning, you know, she announced herself as like a petulant child. And yeah. she kept she talked about her parents. She didn't want to be there. We I was looking at this kid like a 13 year old so then when she starts ripping off her clothes and saying do you want this like is it sexualized you know it was too 
child porny for anyone to relax. That's such a good point. You talk, she set up her parents. Yeah. Yeah, she was acting like a tween. And kept saying, oh, I don't want to be here. And then suddenly was like, wait, is this what you want? And then, you know, and then, I don't know, just like, oh. Rubbing that paint on her like little titties and just like, oh, it's too real. <laughs> it was too real. And it was, um, look, she committed. Yes, um, she did. She and, and obviously committed. this all, you know, this is the hardest character, as we said. So I've given this her all the so benefit hard. of the doubt in the world. But I think that was a big part of why the audience, it, like the breath left the room. Because it was like, oh, shoot, now here's a naked child who's screaming at us. Right. You're so right. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, I think that's why you have to, yeah, fake like a fake sad problem or something yes. would be, would be great. Or like um, singing, a, singing like an Adele ballad or like a sad, yeah. some sort of brokenhearted song and not being able to make it, make it through it. Yeah. I like that. I like that. Um, even, even go the breakup route. I'm miserable over my boyfriend. Like that is a little more lighthearted. Or than literally just... any talent and then identify that your ex-boyfriend is in the audience and then have a horrible yeah. meltdown while you're trying to do your talent. Right. Now, this isn't to say it wasn't hard. It's just like these no, are no, just of this course, is of just but yeah, it's just like this is just ways around it. Yeah. I yeah. think. <laughs> I know. So misdemeanor, she also commits super hard with the dance. I thought um, she was doing really funny, like um, juvie eyes you know that those yeah. like that threatening stare that's like yeah i'm gonna kick the shit out of you yeah it was committed yeah. for sure both of the both yeah. of those both of the angry girls did Hard. committed really well yeah yeah and i feel like maybe even just picking something more active or physical for misdemeanor would have been fun like building a desk and then being mad that you can't build the desk <laughs> oh, or some fun. shit so give, doing an interpretive dance and giving birth isn't physical enough for you <laughs> <laughs> Wow, okay. Um, Mono teaches at UCB if anyone wants to be challenged by this teacher. <laughs> I'll give you a note. Um, I'll give you a note for no good reason. Um, then Miss Behaven's Animal Calls, I mean, my God. So this good. so funny. So funny. Also, just giving the animals stupid names. Uh-huh, Double, double-headed dildo bird. And then there was like, was there a dick snake? A big dick snake, I think. And there was like the dick. bum bum gerbil. So good. That's just funny and just huge, huge, huge choices. And commitment, too, of, like, just... I feel like that's the kind of laugh you get from the audience when they're like, holy shit, like, wow, you're really giving it right now. Yeah. They can't not laugh. Yeah. Yep. Mrs. Inform... Miss Inform does her bongo thing. Ah. Yeah. Yeah. I just didn't think it was super on the character, but, um, love. I I love the commitment, Um, but, like, with Miss Inform, should you have, like... I don't know, play the fucking bongos with your feet or something. But what, also, what does that have to do with knowing everything? I feel like if you, I don't know. it would just have to be like, these bongos are from the, the ancient um, tr- um, tribe of such as the children play the bongos <laughs> and I learned. So yeah. please enjoy, you know. To lift up our country. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> but I was confused by the like, wah, 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 stuff. I, I, get I was it. like, do I not know what bongos are? He <laughs> <laughs> did not. I didn't. I did not get it, but I was like, okay, work. She work, was having work, fun. Work. So that, She's having a that good time. Miss Fitz, yeah. the mime game is really funny. I think this was a good little game of failing at your miming. Yes. Although I, I wanted re- more. I Yeah, and I, I, I couldn't help but notice like there was all these sound effects added for the benefit of the 
yes. audience at home. But I was like, so yeah. wow, she's really just there out there in the silence doing this silent thing. <laughs> it's brave. Yeah, that takes so much guts. Yeah. I mean, that's that's not easy to do. No. I mean, even in improv, you're like committing to space work. Yeah. And trying to get laughs. That's that's wild. Yeah. Yeah, it was really brave. And she did a great job. She did a really, she did a great job. She did. I still think, yeah, Jimbo stole it, but Lemon did very well. I think she, in terms of talent, she was right behind. I wish we could have seen that whole thing start to finish of Lemon's, because I feel like the audience knew when to clap. It seemed like there was a well-constructed story there that we weren't privy to. I mean, the editors are definitely leading us in a direction. You know, they're influencing even the way we're watching. Like you're saying, they gave us sound effects and shit. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) But yeah, she did great mismatched okay i mean once again i don't know what who mismatched is <laughs> yeah the i don't gift know wrapping, her right i'm like like when mariah carey gets asked about Nicki minaj i don't know her <laughs> i don't know what it is i would have gone super christian and like made a cross for my dog oh okay but, and i would have um, gone super superficial and did like this is how you do the perfect instagram posing either of those great Either of those are, tell me more. But at least she, I mean, she did the kind of thing that we I was talking about earlier of like pick any talent and just play your game hard while you're doing it. I, I feel like she kind of, she did. She kind of pulled that off with the gift wrapping. Yeah, she did commit very hard. She's definitely not afraid. And I mean, it's definitely a, a different character. I haven't seen her do this exact character before. Yeah, I thought that was fun. I thought her little laugh was a good, uh, like, catchphrase kind of thing for us to hold on to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, love it. Swimsuits, pretty cute, whatever. Jimbo puts her fist in her mouth. Interviews, pretty cute. I mean, Jimbo and Lemon win the interview as well. Wait, um, did you think, in your memory, does Jimbo put her fist in her mouth? Yeah. She puts the microphone in her mouth. <laughs> no, in the swimsuit, in the swimsuit. Oh, okay, wow, so lots of things are going in there. Yeah, lots of things are going in there, but um, <laughs> but still, can you believe how how much I refused? I refused. I like shot you down. I was like, no, no. Well, well, I think I was just so captivated by the filleting of the microphone that I didn't even remember the fist moment. I mean, you're right. That is that's the moment that wins. Right. It was so. It was like, and that's a perfect example of like you don't even have to care about what your talent is, how you're answering the questions. If you're playing your game above all else, it really doesn't matter. She didn't even answer that question. She just sucked the microphone's dick, and we loved it. <laughs> we loved she it. She literally said, "Can you repeat the question?" And then just gagged on that microphone. <laughs> also, in the time of COVID. <laughs> oh can, well. <laughs> isn't that bit like over? Is that bit like never to be seen again? Was that a or bit what? already? Okay, remember the story? There was like the story of like uh, early on in the Cobe days, some basketball player was like, I don't, yes. I'm going to be fine. And, he and then made he a like, joke. Yes. and then he, he got COVID. Oh, fuck. Yeah, that was bad. So I wonder if microphone bits are like dead. Yeah. So we should really enjoy this. Yes, <laughs> totally. Put it, in, put it in a GIF and we'll send it to each other. But then again, in Canada, you have actual health care and it's under control. So maybe you're not that terrified. <laughs> well, Canada also has less microphones. So, yeah. <laughs> per capita. Yeah. Um, yep. I, uh, so then we have our, yeah, they, uh, they're getting ready for the runway. They're talking. What about Bobo and Alana having like a sister fight? They've been having, like a, I feel like they've been having that since day yeah. one. Yeah, they it, have. It really is does remind me of my sister and I when we were like 12 and 14. Yeah. 
It, who would start fights, you or your sister? Ooh, my sister just hated my guts. I was the Alona. I was the one being like, oh, whatever you need. Like, cool. Do you, you want to come and hang out in my room or I can hang out on your room? Do you need space? I'll give you space. Like, and just, I couldn't do anything to please her. She was always mad at me. <laughs> me too. I'm absolutely that girl who was just like, tell me how to make it better. Exactly. Okay, and that's shut the up. thing they hate about us, Mono. Yeah. That's the thing that makes them mad. Just like Scarlett and Alona. It's honestly, it's like, respect yourself by at least being mad back at exactly. me, you fucking bug. Exactly. Yeah. Oh my God, we're the worst. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, being nice is, um, this is actually funny. This reminds me of like a couple nights ago, my, my boyfriend was talking in his sleep. Okay. And I woke him up because I was like, hey, are you okay? You're like, you know, like talking you were like saying some weird shit like uh, no don't attack me uh, <laughs> uh statue like some non-dream nonsense and i woke him up and his first reaction was why are you looking at me oh my god <laughs> he's like why are you looking at me and you're and i'm sleeping and i was like you fucking asshole oh my god <laughs> you fucking asshole um so yeah they have a fight bobo cannot bobo cannot let it go. It feels like, I don't know, they're both just rubbing each other the wrong way. Yeah. It was, I they thought both Canadians were nice. the last word and it just was not ending. I thought Canadians were nice. I don't know. <sighs> I thought so too, but I guess a competition like this is enough to bring that out in people. I'm also glad that like it proves that like queerness is, there's just, there's a lot of, a lot of sister fights and just all in queerness as a whole, which makes me happy. Right. <laughs> They talk about Michelle Dubéry from The Great Imposters and her amazing history. And, like, I really love the message they give with, mm-hmm. like, honoring your queer your queer elders and people who have, like, fucking paved the way so we can suck a dick in public. Yeah, right. Well. That's really cute. Well, huh? <laughs> um, oh, oh, we can't. We're close. We're close. We're close. <laughs> oh, man. That's why voting has never been more essential. <laughs> we, we don't need... need to just suck each other's dicks. It's got to be in public if it's worth anything. <laughs> <laughs> if it's worth anything. And then Rita talks about also like uh, being a bigger girl and like this conversation of body dysmorphia in the dance world and the gay world comes up. Yeah. How did you feel about this, Lisa? Well, I felt I really. First of all, Rita is that showed me that Rita is just has foundational skeletal beauty because it doesn't matter. Yeah. She really just like looks so glamorous at any Agreed. weight. Um, I really felt for Lemon too because I feel like the dancing worlds, I don't know a lot about it, but it does seem like it has some deep, dark body problems. Oh my God, they're crazy. They're crazy. I mean, I've, I've never been in that world, but I, I have dear, dear friends who were like amazing athletes, but they were like, I have hips, so, like, I can't be a dancer. And I guess it was eye-opening for me, too, because someone who's, like, genetically male, I didn't realize had that, because I know tons of female dancers that get eating disorders. I didn't realize, like, for men, too, it's like, oh, your biceps aren't big enough. You're this and this. I just thought, like, it's so much easier for them, but that was eye-opening They want that classic, like, Barishnikov, that sort of tall... fuck fuck boy body, if you will. But then when, when Pre asked Lemon, like, Cause Rita said about that, her like weight history. And then Priyanka was like, speaking of body image, lemon. And I was like, wait, I didn't know. Did I miss something? Uh, Like, was there, was it brought up in previous episodes that lemon or like, I didn't know what was going on. I don't know. Actually was, I don't know why that so naturally transitioned. I mean, maybe the producers were just poking her to talk about 
her dance past. But I remember there was the stuff too about where they wanted her to pad more. I don't know if that was it. Right, right. She is wearing padding this episode and she talks a lot about giving them the silhouette that they want because... Remember last episode when she wore, like, her denim look? I think they were, like... Yeah, yeah, and they didn't like the Celine one either. They were, like, you're, like, shapeless. Right. So, Mono, right. can I ask you, because she... Lemon yes. said, too, she was, like, and I padded just to show the judges that I can. Is it mm-hmm. hard to pad? Like, what's the process like? Um, I think padding, I wouldn't say it's... Okay, what's hard about padding is finding the perfect shape for your shape. So, you're, like, so, what is it? You're buying? So for You're making? Yeah, you're making, I would say, for the most part. I mean, you can buy pads, but, like, even, I feel like even when I've bought pads, you have to sculpt them more Uh because some people need more butt in their pad and some people need more hip in their pad. You don't sound like you need either of those. Okay. I mean, you're perfect. I've seen your butt. <laughs> Thank you. Um, uh, but yeah, like, um, yeah, like I, for example, I do want more hip, but then like, if you're not careful, then you just can look like a Volvo. You know what I mean? Right. Like you can, you can just look um, so, it, it can be hard to find the perfect a mixture between giving yourself shape and then still being able to cinch your waist. Okay, okay, so it is like it's an art form and lemon yeah, I think to so. show the judges that I can do this well and it will look nice on me. Yeah, it's and it's it's you know that horrible uh, and uh, and actually problematic saying uh beauty is in inches. Who says that? Someone says that some some that mean old like lady you. said that. <laughs> I was going to say sounds like something your mother taught you. I don't know. <laughs> Um, but I mean, uh, it's that, that's a really interesting conversation that continues to be a part of the drag community of like, how do we exalt beauty, but also acknowledge that there are more than there's more than one kind of beauty, I think is like an ongoing push and pull. Right. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. And, and honestly, it's come up in Canada's drag race too, where they're like, you're beautiful no matter what you are. Put some makeup on on your your ass. ass. Totally. My God. (laughs) I know, but I understand. It's, I was really upset about that, and I was watching with my husband last week, and he was like, well, no, because don't you also think of it as, like, they're putting – I mean, if she came out without makeup on her face, they would have said yeah. that, and the whole world would have been like, yeah, she should have put makeup on her face. So, I mean, that's right. true. We, we already have all these weird indoctrinated standards for everything else. What's one more ass cheek? <laughs> right. You know, it's like, it kind of seems like a weird hill to die on. Like, we're already doing all this crazy stuff to ourselves. You're right, and I think – I think I know I I think we all like I just felt like when you make a vulnerable choice and then someone like dings you for that, it. That was the hard ouch. part for me. Yeah. She's <laughs> standing and she had to stand there with her ass out that whole time taking that criticism. Like that is that yeah. takes the strongest person in the world. I know that takes a real. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's that is that is so true. Like drag is the hardest thing to do and like the easiest thing to critique. Yeah. Right. Um. But um, which speaking of, we're at the runway okay. and AliEx. Okay, AliEx is my favorite guest judge so far. To right? yes, to give me what I expect the presentation on the runway to be. Yes, like she, I loved her look, and I also loved her. I just liked her when she introduced the runway. I was like, yes, yeah, this is what I needed from this. Yeah. And she felt like she, yeah, it felt like she wasn't afraid to say what she thought. And even if she disagreed, if the, the judges were giving something polar opposite and she really mm-hmm. seemed like she was enjoying herself. I, I'm, I'm a huge fan now. I am a fan too. I liked, I also liked everyone's looks. I liked Brooklyn's pageant hair look and oh, yeah. I liked 
Stacy's um my turtleneck is eating my face. Oh look. yeah, that was fun. That was fun. Did you ever watch America's Next Top Model with her? Apparently, she I was on did, it. but I haven't watched in a long time. Yeah. What? Well, yeah. So okay. So we'll chat through these runway looks. Uh, the runway look is pageant perfection, and I want you. We we play a game that's uh, brand new and never been done before. It's called chirp or burp. Ooh. And um, if you love the look, you chirp, and Ooh. if you do not love the look, you burp. <laughs> okay. Um. So uh, let's play a little game of chirp or burp. Uh, with these runway Lukes, shall we? So yes. first up is Ilona. She's giving us this purple mermaid diamond top mm-hmm. Liz Taylor hair. What'd you think? Mm. Chirp or a burp? Oh, God. I hate to start us off this way, Mono, but this is a chirp for me. Because okay, I did enjoy the look, but I want to see her. And I guess this is not the week to showcase it, but the pastels are, are mm. so beautiful on her. But I would love to see something a little bit a different color scheme. She has done a lot of pastels, hasn't and, she? I mean, they look phenomenal on her. But was ever since she did that, what was like that that poodle look? The dog? She had? Yeah, 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 yeah. That was so fucking good that almost now everything else in pastel makes me compare it to that. That's interesting. I never even thought about that. That's a good point. Yeah. Yeah, I know what you mean. Um, um I'll give it a chirp because I, I, I just liked it. And I liked this, sh- the, the diamond shirt. <laughs> yeah. That was Diamond nice. shirts. Cool to me. <laughs> cool. cool. To me. Lemon. Oh. Lemon's giving us toddlers and tiaras. Holy shit. That's a hard chirp for me. It's a hard chirp for me too. The hands. Bitch. Oh my God. It was so the fucking, fucking fun. Yeah. Yeah. What do we call these? What do we call these hands? That's like I don't know the little little lady march. <laughs> I don't know what that is. It was so good. It's so good. But wait, little also, lady march. The, okay, do you say in America now? I'm thinking of a Canadianism. Chirp, Tell like me. to chirp means to like insult someone. No, I've never. Okay, because this that. is really fucking me up now. Because then I like I want to celebrate, but I'm saying like I'm chirping her look. <sighs> oh, I've never heard that. A ch- chirp is a thing. Yeah, so it'd be like if you. Um, yeah, it would be like if you were doing something and I was like heckling you. It's like, oh, oh like quit chirping me. Like, I had no idea. I've never <laughs> heard that before. That's fantastically funny that it came up. <laughs> yeah. So these are both negative terms to me, but I, I, I'm, uh, I got my head around it. Okay. Okay. Wrap your head around it. We're going to say like chirp like a songbird. Okay. Like, oh, got it. I'm going to chirp it. I love her weird little church shoes and tiny tiara. She Holy shit. Her little like soft shoe tap dancing. So oh my good. God. Oh, so good. good. Big risk. And it worked for her and not Jimbo apparently, which was confusing, but I, whatever. I, yeah, totally. And I wonder if like Lemon knew that it was a risk. Like, cause I don't mm-hmm. know when they said, oh, big risk. I was like, really? She did a pageant thing and she did it well. It, like, right? do you, why would you ever get in trouble for being like the wrong age of pageant queen? I well, I mean, it's happened in the past on other drag race seasons mm, okay. where they've been like, your look uh, looks a bit toddler tiara. Oh. So, but I think the problem was when people have done it in the past, they weren't they trying didn't to play that. Yes. Exactly. Okay. They weren't selling the comedy the way she was. No one's ever given us the Little Miss <sighs> Perfect hands, which so are. Good iconic even that dress like the way it was so poofy so high up like it was like made uh-huh. her waist look like it was at her nipples it truly made her look four years old 
Well, that's what I was like. I'm surprised because I could see them also dinging her, right? Yeah. Because they're like, you're not giving us a silhouette. Yeah, right. Um, but whatever, you know, that's that's what happens with judges. They just, they, they like what they like. Yeah. And you don't know why they like what they like. Yeah. Rita. Holy shit. Mm-hmm. Rita looks stunning. Mm-hmm. I love the gloves. I love the colors. This like burnt uh, branches uh, yeah. uh, covering the, I mean, what? Yeah, that was gorgeous. I would give that look a chirp, but I did feel like in the pageant, it seemed to me more, it felt like a more of like a Oscars thing than a pageant thing. Mm-hmm. Especially with how I her hair was. She looked like she was like Sharon Stone about to win an Academy Award or something. Yes, Sakharni Beaver. Yes. Something. You know what I mean? <laughs> she covered up her tattoos, but that's a good point. It was kind of more. Um, it was just it was so like, glam. It was like real world glam. It wasn't pageant glam. It was almost Bond villainess. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I'll still chirp it. But yeah. But and I also did, like I know she got a lot of shit for her. I almost said, I know she got chirped for her hair, <laughs> but um, I, I kind of liked how it was. Cause I could also I see like, a, I could see like a, an older star hitting the Oscars red carpet with that exact hairdo. It's like a look very good. I thought. I loved it. I liked how it was like I a little disheveled and it was like wet at the roots and then dry at the ends. I feel like high fashion. I loved it. The wet wigs are very in right now. Um, uh, the wet hair is really in right now. I am here for it. Yeah. I'll probably be sick of it in a year, but right now, love. Yeah. Love, yeah. love, love. Okay, who's next? We have, of course, Priyanka. 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 Dream. Oh, my God. This princess, Princess Jasmine wishes she could. Uh-huh. Inspired by his grandma. So sweet. So sweet. And then I think Priyanka, sh- like, shared that picture uh, yes. Of his beautiful grandmother mm-hmm. in a very similar sorry of some kind. Mm-hmm. Um, beautiful, 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 beautiful chirp. Yeah, I'm going to chirp that too. I also think, and I get why, like, this wasn't the most celebrated look by the judges. Because uh, mm-hmm. there was, like, bigger looks. But I truly feel like if you had taken pre and dropped her off at the Miss America pageant, no one would know that was a drag queen. Everyone would be, and she not. might win. <laughs> like, yeah, she, no she just one looked, would know. Like, truly the, the most realistic pageant queen I've ever seen. That's a really good point. She was unclockable. Like, she yeah. was... She just looked elegant, really, stunning, yeah. like an actual pageant winner. Whereas everyone else was yeah. like a joke version of that. She looked like truly, or like maybe like Rita, just a little bit off, or Scarlet, just off. Yeah. It was like, the pre hair. just hit the nail on the head. The hair was so moist yes. and juicy. Yeah. Um, ooh, yeah, that's a really good... I, I didn't even think about that, but she is really stunning. And, oh, okay, yeah, full chirp, full chirp. Jimbo. Now, this is where the controversy comes yes. in. Yes. What did <sighs> you think? When Jimbo walked out, my jaw hit the floor. I said, this is the best thing I've ever seen. Uh-huh. I love these diamond tears. I love the huge hoop skirt. I thought, like... This is gonna win. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, I thought she beat she won the challenge, but then they really hated it. I just could not get over how much they hated it. I felt like I, what is going on? It was cruel. It, it was. was cruel. It felt a bit like putting lemon up as the worst one. Like it was just like, oh Jibo, yeah. we hate your dress. It's like, what? Are you just saying that to the prettiest girl in school because you want to feel better about yourself? Right. And I mean it's similarly campy to lemons, but like she wasn't giving it camp on the runway. I, I, Although I, I, I have to argue with you there. 
is that lemon, lemons was campy, but also exactly accurate to those pageant kids. Uh-huh. Whereas you would never see a full grown pageant queen come out in what Jimbo wore. See, J- yeah, I agree. J- the, the, the bust, the bustle and that was pretty messy. But it, to me, it gave me Drizella. It gave oh, me yeah. like, do you know what I mean? It gave me like evil stepsister, which I was like, this is funny. Um, I honestly think if she was like trying to squeeze on a glass shoe, that would have taken it over the top. Do you you think the the judges would have liked that? Um, possibly. I don't know. They're hard to guess, but I would say yes, because then it's like, great. You're giving us a whole story as opposed to, you know, uh, as opposed to like a, a, a glamorous campy hybrid right but um i don't know well it's hard to guess what they like but um i do agree it was a disservice was done and it was really wild when she clapped back at them oh yeah that was the beginning of the end that was the appetizer to what we didn't know was coming <laughs> yeah right <laughs> but, but I, I, Bobo, could, I understand please. that though and she's like oh really this isn't glamorous at all okay anyway. it's like it was just the most over the top glamour We've ever seen. So it was, she was kind of crying crazy. diamonds. Yeah, it I was, know. It was wild. It was cuckoo kachoo. Mm-hmm. And then Bobo comes out. She also looks very, very beautiful. I, I felt similarly to Rita, though, where it was like it was an amazing look. She looked stunning and perfect, but I didn't feel pageant. I didn't read pageant off that at all. I read like old Hollywood Oscars mm-hmm. red carpet. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I could totally see that. I, I bought it. For the most part, but I I just bought it because I was like it was giving me Peppy Le Pew cunt. Um. <laughs> and I feel like Ali X would like should buy that dress off of her and wear it to Juno's yes. or something. Juno's yes. being a Canadian award show. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, I love the Juno's. They celebrate <laughs> artists and or producers and, and or yes. magazines. Um. <laughs> So now, now we get our fun untucked moment where, oh, well, Priyanka feels stupid. Mm-hmm. I want to say she should not feel stupid. She's amazing. She reps queer POCs like me, which she, you know, is so vocal about. And I fucking love her. Yeah. Yeah. She had one bad day. It happens. Yeah. And then Jimbo has a fit. Yeah. Can you believe? She goes way too far. She says, and I think I'm quoting, your lace line looks like barf, oh. your wig is fried, your hair looks like a grandma dunked her head in the toilet, the flyerways are everywhere, it's uneven. I think those are all direct quotes. Yeah, that was so uncalled like, for. <laughs> that was, I gasped. Me um, too, I was really, yeah, I was really choked up by that, that sucked. And I was impressed that, uh, impressed that um, Rita was just like, okay. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. It was weird, too, because Rita even said afterwards, she was like, "Uh, it's okay. You didn't ask me for my critique. I just wanted to give it to you. And she was like, wait, wait. I was like, pause. She did ask for your critique, though. That's making it even worse. You just let her off the hook. Yeah. I think the competition is getting to her. And I mean, it's fun because I am a... I'm still Team Jimbo. And I think, uh, you know, a lot of queens in past seasons have a... A moment of weakness, uh, like All Stars in Alaska 2, um, Roxy in Season 5. I mean, the list goes on. You have a weak moment, and you hope it takes them 
further to the finish line because I want to see Jimbo in my top three. Yeah. And you know what? I think, too, like uh, for as like upsetting as that was, I don't know if it's just yeah my like Canadian side, but I, I, like the, the what came out of Jimbo's mouth was like very hard for me to hear. I was like, I can't believe you're being this mean. But also if like Scarlett had said that, I wouldn't have batted an eye because Scarlett came right. in already saying kind of snooty things. And so now I'm used to it. It just was like the the temperature shock of like. <laughs> Jimbo suddenly heating up so fast that I wasn't used to. So maybe that's why I feel like I'm judging that move so harshly, but which is unfair. Cause if she had come in all cunty from the beginning, then I would have been like, Oh, just Jimbo being Jimbo. It was a temperature change. It was a full penis shrinker. <laughs> it was, a uh, it was jumping into the Pacific on August 28th. She was mad, but right, rightfully so. Like even I questioned the judge's knowledge of the English language. I was like, woof, we're going there. Yeah. Girly pump the brakes. This is my stop. So please pump the brakes. (laughs) But also, you know what? And the more I think about it, the more I'm like, yeah, I get, maybe I get why that pushed Jimbo off the edge so much too. Cause like that would be like, I mean, I can imagine if I was wearing that outfit and I knew I looked dope as hell and half of America, North America, Canada is going to think that I look dope as Mm -hmm. hell too. And then to get such a shitty critique and then you come backstage to your girlfriends and you Mm want to be like, are you guys, are you, I'm not crazy. Am I like, I look glamorous. Right. And Uh the first thing somebody says is, well, actually you look older than you probably meant to. Then you would, Mm -hmm. then you would lose it. You'd be like, I just needed one person to be like, I see you. You're not crazy. You actually did look good. Yeah. Yep, 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 yep. That's a good point. That was that clearly was not what she wanted to hear. Uh, yeah. In that when she was already kicked down. And also, it's funny that Rita brought up something that she wasn't even dissed for. Like it wasn't even like, <laughs> can I say you something? Look old. Actually, yeah. Like your waistline isn't really showing. It didn't have anything to do with the critique. It was like just one more thing. You also look old. So yeah. <laughs> Holy fucking shit. <laughs> Holy shit. Well, then they get back on the runway. Lemon wins. Mm-hmm. Rita no and Bobo safe. Bobo wants to die. Poor Bobo. Poor Bobo, yeah. And uh, Jimbo's just barely safe. And then we get to see a lip sync from Pre and Ilona. Didn't Pre just bring the fucking house down? I felt. Oh my God. I felt so sad for Alona because that's like that feeling when you're on stage and you can feel the audience is laughing at someone and it's not you and it keeps happening but you don't want to look over and see what the other person's doing oh you're so right and we've I, we've both been there yes but you're like fuck I that's a terrible feeling terrible well it's even worse when you think they're laughing at you and you start hamming it up and then you realize afterwards they were never laughing at you that's even worse oh my <laughs> god you're giving me comedy PTSD, PTSD. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and Alona's she's not a pointer sister, uh, but she's a wing sister. I'm give I'm gonna give her the term wing sister, which is like she's just getting a little bit stuck oh, in like and I think winging she everything. Really, it seemed like she couldn't move in that dress. Really, it was like that mermaid cut, so. and she really just stood the whole time in one place. Yeah, yeah, and I mean that makes sense. Anytime you're given pageant perfection, the last thing you want to do is lip sync in a pageant dress. That's a that's a motherfucker. Yeah. But yeah, Pre turned it out. Pre, like, she not, she balanced, in both lip syncs she's done this season, she balances the funny moments and the gaggy moments so well. Yeah. And she's so good, too, I think, at, like, building and heightening and all all of that stuff. Because it's like, Alona is amazing, too, but even right out the gate, the first lyric, it was, like, full emotion, full hands, full, it's like, where do we go from here? Mm -hmm, If there's mm -hmm. no, like, 
levels or like you said, like just sometimes being funny, sometimes being emotional and powerful. Sometimes this, it's like it's, it engages us again and again at every turn. Yeah. And Priyanka was, you could tell she was bothered that Jimbo wasn't lip syncing. She was like, okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but she did so well. And I mean, I'm, I'm here for it. I want to see her. I want to see her go further in this competition. Ugh, and the, like those death drops. I mean, she could not do that. My, my whole life I've known Mark that he, the whole time I've known Mark, he could, was never able to do that. Like that. Really? This is like, yes. It's, it's, it's astounding. I mean, he hasn't been doing drag for that long. Like I was at, it was like his 26th birthday or something two years ago. We were at his uh-huh. birthday and he announced like, I'm going to start doing drag. And we were all like, yay. And now he's like winning, wow. you know, it's like, what's going on. Wow. It, it's just so incredible because he works so hard and like basically taught himself to fully jump into the splits <laughs> just yes, for this. I, like that's incredible. I assumed he just was like, oh, he's just like a super athletic uh, person who's been doing this for a while. No, just like the hardest worker you've ever met. Holy shit. That's exciting. I'm excited to see Priyanka go further. I hope top three. I would really love to see that. Yes. If you had to pick a top three, who's in your top three? It's got to be Pre, Lemon, and Jimbo for me. Yeah. Yeah, I think mine might be the same, but I I guess if I'm going to be a real monster, I would say pre-Jimbo Rita. Really? I, I don't know why. Well, I guess I'm also now playing the game of like, I bet she's going to make it far because they love her. Well, I love I love Rita, too. Yeah. But I, feel I do, like- too, but they like love her. Yeah, and she really does. I mean, she has that like quality about her that only comes with more experience. That I think some of the other queens just like you can't, you straight up can't have. It's like the confidence mm-hmm. you have on stage and all that stuff. Totally. But totally, I just feel like Lemon's been killing it. Yeah, yeah, I do too. I I, I would not be surprised if Lemon edges out. Um, I would not be surprised. Um, yeah, that'll be a tough. That'll be tough if they. Hopefully, they go top four. But if they go top three. That'll be really tough. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. Anything can happen. So shocking. It's like, so shocking. Even I remember in the beginning when Pre started doing drag, like start new, new, new. Uh-huh. Um, there was a queen that was like lending her old costumes and wigs and like being so helpful and like you know, and that was Juicebox, and she went out first. And oh I, God, I was it, so it, shocked by that because I also think like Juicebox. I loved her lip sync. And isn't she just gorgeous? Like she just yes. Yeah, I, I hated seeing her go home first. So I yeah, anything that. happened. Like I mean, I I was not expecting that. Yeah, really a big, big, juicy gag. I am. Um, uh, well, I'm excited to see how it goes. Next week's our makeover challenge. That'll be fun. If you, if any other big Canadian things pop up, um, please send them my way. I need to know all the stupid stuff I'm missing in Canada references. <laughs> Well, text me it. if you have questions. If you say, okay, like, what does this word mean? Or what, who's this <laughs> Canadian celebrity? You'll be our Canadian mathlete. Oh, um, love it. <laughs> math, especially mathlete. Okay. Um, <laughs> wait, Lisa, before you go, what do you want to promote? Oh, um, well, I mean, though in the worst news ever, um, I'm on TikTok. So, well, fuck yes. me, I guess. At the Lisa fuck Gilroy. Your drag. Uh, Please. 
I'm that's where I am at the at the Lisa Gilroy TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, and um, that's all I have to plug because I have no life anymore. I mean, girl, we're all making up. We're all <laughs> making it up so hard right now. I'm the same. The only other thing I'm doing is more podcasts. Hell so yeah. f- follow me at Mono Agapian on the Instagram and Twitter. And uh, listen to my other podcast with Betsy Sodaro called We Love Trash on Patreon. It's a really good time. Before we go, I am going to read a review one of you lovely lovelies left on Apple Podcasts. Please leave a review there. Um, it helps us. Uh, it is, and it's a joy to hear what you guys think uh, if you're enjoying the pod. This one says, I love you. Very nice. <laughs> From HDR 1215, it says, Nicole, your voice truly brings me joy. I work long hours and live alone, so I go stretches of time without human interaction that I actually enjoy. So you two are like my friends sometimes. Ah, I love that. Also, Mono, love you too. I'll take it. You're my hairy dreamboat. <laughs> But, but fun fact, I truly thought you were Bowen Yang for the first three months I listened to this show. Wow, okay. <laughs> Love you guys. Wow, that's honestly a gigantic compliment. It's double back-to-back compliments. If I could be more like Bowen Yang, my life would be so much better. <laughs> <laughs> um, Lisa, thank you for joining us. Oh my God, thank you for having me. This was too much fun. Thank you for your insider tea on Canada and pre- uh, till next time, stay gaggy. Stella had to throw some shade. Kiki with the gaze. It's time to drag her. Time to drag her. Drag her. That was a headgum podcast.